0: You're listening to The Thriving Mom Podcast. I'm life and nutrition coach, Imeh Uguta, and I'm here to help you create the motherhood of your dreams without sacrificing your health and well-being. On this podcast, we dive into mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you stop surviving and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Well, hello, Thriving Family. Welcome to another podcast episode. How are you? So today we're talking all about motherhood reinvention. And you're going to hear my voice just go in all directions because (laughs) I feel like I'm undergoing puberty all over. My voice just doesn't know where it wants to sit. Some days I sound really light and okay. And days like today, I'm just like sounding like, you know, like I just woke up. And we're just going to run with it because I'm not going to wait around. I've got stuff to say. So, today, I really was thinking about this topic because there's something I'm noticing in the motherhood space with moms, but also in women in general who maybe they have, you know, people who have children around them and how they relate. Because For many of us who are women, we do have this nurturing side to us. And as the world is evolving and things are changing, things have also changed in the way women are expected to mother, right? So we have a lot of information these days. There's social media. There's a lot of self-development information everywhere you go, at the doctor's office, at the grocery store, on TV. We're constantly bombarded with information about how we need to raise our kids, what you need to do to get your child ahead of, you know, their peers, the age range where your child is supposed to to hit different milestones. And all of this can be overwhelming. All of this can feel stressful to a lot of people. And as things are changing, one of the things that I really want to call us to is this idea for reinvention. And I've been thinking about it because I have been going through a reinvention for about a year now. And part of that has come up in my work and the way that I coach. So I started with food and body image coaching. And I quickly realized my clients needed more than that. Because when you're done with dealing with diet culture, guess what, if you're a mom, there's mom culture waiting for you. And it's all the same stuff. You get to decide how you relate with that piece of the pie of your life, which is motherhood. When people hear reinvention, there's this idea of burning to the ground and starting all over. And it's so scary because you spent so much time and energy perfecting, right? This is why it's scary. A lot of us have this perfectionistic mindset of, well, now I figured out the secret, And you're asking me to change. You're asking me to burn it all down. That feels scary. But one thing we forget is that as women, we are naturally able to cycle. Think about the people who menstruate. Every 27, 28, 29 days, you're shedding blood. Look at the earth. Mother earth. There's seasons. And no matter what part of the earth you live in, you will experience a season, whether it's dry and cold cold, like in Nigeria, where I'm from. Or where I live now, we have four seasons. There's winter, there's spring, summer and fall, right? Nature naturally goes through cycles. And we as women, especially, must be okay with cycling. We must be okay with trusting that things are always going to work no matter what. And part of that is learning to be okay with reinvention. We're meant to evolve in our journey. We're meant to evolve in our relationship with people, with our children, with our businesses, with our jobs, with, I don't know, with ourselves, right? So when we think about being a mom, your child is born, you focus a lot of attention on them. Like those few weeks are just intense, It's almost like they're your entire world. You're making sure they're okay. You're making sure that they're well-fed. They're not crying. And if they're crying, you're trying to solve the problem for them because they're pretty much helpless. But then they start to crawl, right? And then they start to move around and they start to want their own independence. Then they get into this age where they start saying no to everything. (laughs) But we as moms, we forget to evolve as our children are growing. We fail to nurture the skills that will help them. We fail to support them to grow up and find their own way. Because we tend to measure their growth, their development, by the standards of, quote-unquote, the experts. By the standards of mom culture. By the standards of what we see in the media on the news. We see among our friends, our peers, or what our moms and, you know, their friends from church tell us. We fail to recognize that we are already equipped to raise those children. So what do we do? Out of fear for ourselves and not wanting to look like bad mums, we try to fix our children, right? For example, when your child talks back at like four or five, you start thinking, oh, now they're, they're disobedient, they're insulting, we get defensive, rather than seeing that that child is learning to air their opinion. And I see this a lot when it comes to feeding kids, which is a big passion of mine, because I think it's so important, and I think it's one of those places where we can really help our children develop the skill of speaking up for themselves. So when it comes to feeding kids, you know, oh, the child should know how to use cutlery. What? Who cares? Who cares? When it comes to eating, they just need to get food in their body. So whether they want to use their fingers, it's okay. We're the ones who have a problem with it. Oh, the child should learn to sit. You take your child to a restaurant and their feet can't touch the ground. They're feeling a little bit ungrounded. Maybe there's a lot of noise. And right away, you think, oh, people are going to think I'm a terrible parent. Oh, they're going to think we didn't raise our kids properly. You fail to notice the child's needs because you're all up in your head thinking about how that reflects on you. And so what do you do? Oh, we're never taking our kids to the restaurant anymore. So you miss out on the opportunity to groom the skills that they need to be able to sit in a restaurant. Like if you could just ask them, what's the problem? They might tell you, well, my feet are not touching the ground. Ask me how I know this. My five-year-old, she used to be like that. My nine-year-old used to be like that because they always love to be grounded. And we would just get booster seats Or I would ask them to kneel on the chair. And they were fine. Obviously, I know that there are different levels to the challenges that children have. But I really want you to think deep. When it comes to the challenges that I'm having, where am I placing the responsibility on my child to make me feel better? Where am I placing the responsibility on my child to make me look good? This is how we get to the core of what's needed. This is how we get to the core of teaching and reinventing even ourselves as women and mothers on this journey. Because guess what? This is how I've always done it. This is how my mom did it. It's no longer working. It's no longer working when you're seeing a lot of signs and research about all the impacts that the way parents parented in the past are having on children. And then you're taking all of that in. And now you're in this hypersensitive mode as a mom, and you just want to go hide. So instead, I'm asking you, where's the opportunity for reinvention? Because it starts with you. Let's talk about your relationship with yourself. Are you getting to know you? Are you getting to know your wants, your needs, your passions? What do you want in your life? I always ask my clients this. And sometimes they just look at me like, really, you're asking me this again? Because I want you to be intentional about putting that first. About asking yourself, what do I want every day? Are you even allowing yourself? Or have you checked into the what's the point hotel? (laughs) Right? This is where so many of us want to go hide. And many before you have gone there. And they hung their dreams there. Because continuing to think about what they wanted was too painful. And so they settled. So are you settling? Because I see you. And I know that there's that fire within you. And it doesn't have to die. You can reinvent yourself. And yes, it's going to be scary. And it's going to sound really painful. But I promise you it's not. The first step is just getting in there. And I was thinking about this because when I was growing up, um, my parents owned a lot of farms and sometimes I would go with my mom. And after the harvest season, they would burn the entire piece of land. Like I get the whole environmental issue with this, but they worked with what they had and they would burn the land and you would think, okay, that's it. Things are never going to grow. They've destroyed the earth. But guess what? All of that ash gets worked back into the soil come planting season and then they plant again and then they cycle crops and things grow and things get produced. So yes, it is scary. It feels like burning down things. It feels like that's the end. But there's always life underneath. Think about winter. So where I live, we have a very long winter season. And sometimes it feels like it's never going to end. It feels like, oh, the plants are done. But then that first rain comes. And then the rain pours. And things start to change. And you see one bud coming out from the soil. It's very exciting for me. I don't know. I'm, I'm a plant baby. <laughs> I love plants. And it just feels like, oh, now we get to groom new life. So, we've been taught... That we have to wait for Prince Charming. That we have to wait for other people to give us permission. That we have to wait for other people to validate. But not anymore. Because no one's coming. No one's giving you that permission. No one's going to validate you. And maybe they even have. But you struggle with accepting it. Because you haven't chosen to play the leading role in your life. And this is why I called my email series Permission Granted. If you haven't signed up. Go to oliveandbliss.ca forward slash join. I send out emails every Tuesday. And it's all about giving yourself permission to go after what you want without thinking that you have to sacrifice your life or your health or your relationships. We're doing life differently. We're doing life without stress, without burnout. And the month of March, we're focusing all about all on stress, which is so important for us as women. So go join. I'll put the link in the show notes as well. And I want to share one thing that my dad taught me. And it has stalked with me. My voice is starting to get crazy again. <laughs> one thing that my dad taught me was never to give anyone the right to say that they made me. And I've done my best to live by this so that no one gets to say that over me. How about you? No one gets to say that over you unless you give them the authority to motherhood reinvention starts with you it doesn't matter how long you've been at this motherhood game doesn't matter how old your kids were i hear some moms would be like oh no i wish i knew this when my kids were like younger and now they're teenagers and they get to do what they want it's their life now and i'm like no you still have a role to play you're still the mom So my question to you is, have you even defined what kind of mom you want to be? Are you just letting the culture, are you just letting society tell you who you should be? So then are you striving hard to prove your worth and show how good of a mom you are? Because listen, there are no good moms. There are no bad moms. They're just moms who have been given this sacred gift of nurturing a human. And the unique experience of leaving a mark in the world that will continue to speak long after you're gone. And whether you're a woman who wants to have kids or not, you are a woman who has that power. So whether you have your own children or not, this also applies to you. And I know so many of you will say and argue that you have evidence to prove that you're a bad mom. You didn't do what the experts said. You should have done differently. You should have done better. And maybe your kids even tell you this. I get it. But if you've listened to my podcast episode, the one on evidence paradox, I think this was in January. I'll put a link in the show notes. You'll know that data is useless if it's not relevant or helping you solve the problem that you're trying to solve. So my friends, we live in a culture of self-improvement overload. And there's a lot of shame when it comes to how women should raise their children and run their homes and careers and businesses and relate with other people. There are expectations and rules. People will always try to be the expert of your life for you. People will always try to lead your life for you. And they will do this because there are people who have let them do that. But you get to decide whether you're going to live under the burden of that Or you'll be an exception to the rule. Because at the end of the day, the choice is yours to make. And you're not alone. Even if it feels like that, there are many of us out here. I am one of them. So are my clients who are moms. And yes, the voices may not be loud enough yet. But we're alive and well. And we're doing the mothering thing differently. We're constantly reinventing and adapting. Because we're so much more than these labels. You are the canvas upon which your child paints their life. You have a legacy to leave behind. And none of that will be possible if you're too busy trying to fit into boxes that were created by limited human minds when you're already gifted and crafted and meant for more. Your job is not to strive for perfection. Your job is not to raise perfect humans. Your job is to unsubscribe from that narrative that has kept you and maybe the women that came before you stuck. We're humans and we're going to have human emotions. We can learn to respond to things. We can learn to raise our children. We can learn to influence our kids as humans. That's what connects us. So don't just do it for your children. Do it for yourself so that you can go to bed at night and feel good about your day. You can have more energy. You can have more time to do the things that make you feel good. You can be okay with feeling all the range of human emotions and still love yourself no matter what because you're here now and you're valuable and you are needed so stop hiding let's reinvent what it means to be women who wear many hats and play leading roles in our lives and thrive through it all because it is possible but you get to decide to allow reinvention thanks for joining me on the podcast today have a beautiful week ahead And as always, keep thriving. Thanks for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed this episode, I want you to take that work deeper and implement one thing that you learned this week. And if you'd like to take this work further, come work with me inside my coaching program. You can go to oliveandbliss.ca to learn all about me and how I can support you.